coming up, I think. Well, I know you're going to talk about uh, a little bit about Uncut Gems, which is an upcoming movie with Adam Sandler, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm ex- I'm excited about Uncut Gems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the trailer was really good. Yeah. I like I like Adam Sandler in a may I say a greasy role. <laughs> <laughs> Like you know, he, yeah, he's he's all greasy in this movie, and it's got Kevin, it's got Kevin Garnett, you know, Kevin Garnett. Yeah, I was just about to look up the cast because it's got a yeah insane cast. I think that it's it's a really just cool idea to have Kevin Garnett just be playing himself. He's the I'm looking at like the cast list right now, and he's the fourth build person, which is crazy. Kevin Garnett yeah. hasn't been in anything before. Never, never. I saw an interview. Um, with the whole cast and yeah, yeah, they're like, Kevin, are you ever gonna do any other acting? And he's <laughs> like, No, just this. <laughs> yeah, Dang. so it's cool. Nice. But so because I'm excited for uh, Uncut Gems, I've been trying to get more into the Safety Brothers because mm-hmm. um, I've only seen Good Time. So the Criterion Channel, thankfully, has lots of safety brother stuff like no way. a couple a couple like and they're all very unknown stuff too so it has like a bunch of features and shorts i'm i don't think i'm gonna like i'm not gonna go into like the details of any because i watched like five safety brothers things but Jeez. i just think i thought i just thought it was like willing it, it was it'd be good to note that i've just been watching all the they're like up and coming uh if you will projects yeah for sure um yeah and so and, and so it's like getting me more in tune with uh their style and just ideas and and then i'm just gonna and then i'm gonna watch more of like the later ones that um that are closer to good time essentially mm-hmm Nice. Yeah, and yeah, because I I think they're great. I think they're um, arguably uh, the most talented directors today, along with you know like Barry Jenkins and uh, other folks. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, they're definitely two of like the biggest like up and coming. I guess you can call them up and coming directors, because um, I know they haven't been too well known until Good Time, and then that one I feel like really blew up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. Yeah, now they're getting Adam Sandler to do yeah. The, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, whenever Adam Sandler works with um a more artsy director, if you will, yeah. such as like uh Noah Baumbach or Paul Thomas Anderson and mm-hmm. I mean even Judd Apatow. I wouldn't call Judd Apatow artsy, but definitely a more focused director. Um mm. I love what they do with him always. Yeah. Like I think he no, he's a good actor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's really good when he's not like making the movie himself. When he's not doing you know? Jack and Jill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it's not his I his movie, it's yeah. really usually pretty great. Yeah. So I think this one could be end up being one of his best roles. Nice. Yeah, I'm super excited for that one. There's so many I feel like starting October, September, October, there's so many exciting movies coming out that yeah, it just sucks that they all come out at the same exact time because then it's so hard to get to the theater and see all of them. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm getting overwhelmed almost. I'm yeah. like falling behind. Yeah, because now uh, I, I still haven't seen Ad Astra. 
and that's out. Uh, what else? I, there's the Lighthouse, which is coming out soon. Yeah, if you want to see yeah. Jojo Rabbit. Uh, yeah, and there's so he- much. You hear about things like I heard about that Parasite. Mm. I don't know if you Parasite. Yes, is apparently supposed to be amazing. And so I just heard about that. So now I like, I'm like, oh, I got to get to get to that now. Yes. That's just when I still (laughs) haven't like gone to see Joker, which isn't that essential to Mm -hmm. me. But I just feel like as a movie goer, I should go see Joker since everyone and their mother's seen it. Yeah, right. It's Um, super timely right now. And I know there's others, too, right now that I got to see eventually. Yeah, I just can't. Yeah, just can't think of them. Yeah, I remember. But yeah, so I remember seeing some th- stuff about Parasite back, like from when oh, it premiered at some uh, film festival yeah, this year. Uh, yeah, yeah, the festival run, and then just seeing it on Letterbox like all the time. I was like, "What is this movie that everyone is giving like five stars?" Pretty much. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, no, that's one I for sure got to see too. Oh yeah, there's way too much now. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> But so yeah, that's good. me and the and the Safty brothers. Nice. Uh, <laughs> my relationship with the Safty <laughs> brothers. Um and then horror wise, uh I recently watched Prom Night. Um hmm. the OG Prom Night with Jamie Lee Curtis. Just out from 1980, just out of the the need to like just watch some like a typical slasher horror thing, yeah. you know, like just one of those like inspired from Halloween, obviously inspired mm-hmm. from Halloween movies. Yeah. And uh yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoyed it. It was paced like a, you know, so badly. <laughs> it was so <laughs> slow, but it ended pretty well. That's <laughs> so like when a movie like, is a slog and then ends well, mm-hmm. like in the last, you know, 20 minutes, you're like, you're like, Oh, this is good. Like that will like really, you know, keep, you know, that that's how you will remember it more. So for sure. Um, yeah. I see that. Even though I totally was bored for a lot of this. <laughs> like I, I really was, I was like complaining. I complained multiple times. I was like, this thing's got to get going. Yeah, let's, <laughs> you know? let's get it started now. Come on, yeah. Yeah, and it's a it has a lot of just clear uh, horror uh, horror genre, you know, stereotypical horror genre stuff mm-hmm. um, throughout too. So you're 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 so it's it's nice because you feel like you're coming home to the genre in a way mm-hmm. throughout. But yeah, it's got a lot of just typical horror bs <laughs> you know for the first two acts where you're like i know i know i know what you're doing here you're just you're setting this up but you're setting this up for too long yeah it's um, too like easy to see the end the end goal like the friday way. um like fr- like friday the 13th the first one's kind of a good comparison because mm-hmm. i just feel like it's paced really badly it's very <laughs> slow and then at the end it kind of you know just because of a couple of twists you're like oh that's cool <laughs> you know and, and one that the last scare over the the lake you're like oh this is a good classic horror movie yeah totally yeah so it's like a sprint um, to the end pretty much yeah that yeah. that's uh so yeah that's a uh, prom night nice um and then one last horror film that i i watched was um Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. 
Ooh. with uh with De- Dennis Hopper. Um which is one I have been trying to watch for a while because I've just heard so many things about how fun it is essentially. Uh I don't know if you've seen the first one yet. I've that's one I haven't seen all the way through. Okay. But you know, I've seen enough to to know about it, I guess. You know, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah, I think the first one is like like legit like the scariest movie really? <laughs> like to me. Like I watched it last Halloween for the first time and I was like this movie is so terrifying. <laughs> like this is incredible. Like that's I think good then. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's incredible. And so the second one it's just like not like that at all. It's very just fun and like campy. Mm. And I would say, and Dennis Hopper is just like such a goofy Dennis Hopper in it. And yeah, it's just a completely different direction. So it felt very fresh. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I just had a, I like it when sequels do that, you know, change up because, you know, so many don't. They just yeah. do the same thing over and over again. And this one didn't. And yeah, had a really fun time with it. And so I say, if you're into the first Texas Chainsaw, which is obviously a, it's a horror masterpiece. It's definitely worth checking out the second one. Just you can't expect the same thing at all. Nice. It's not. So it's yeah. it was like campy in a good way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not like too over uh, the top or yeah. Yeah, it kind of reminded me a little like like it would have inspired like a like a '90s Batman movie with all <laughs> the like makeup and goofiness and. You know, yeah, yeah. Stuff, yeah, stuff like that. Kind of nice. like Jack Nicholson's Joker interpretation as a scary guy like, yeah. is what's considered scary in this almost. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I've put off Texas Chainsaw Massacre so much. Because, yeah, it's one I feel like it's so popular. So I've I've seen like chunks of it. Um, and I just always felt like I, I got the point of it. But I've still I've wanted to see it all the way through because obviously it's yeah I mean if you didn't make it to the last twenty minutes mm-hmm. then you so didn't totally yeah then you didn't totally get there yet because that's when it like every like that's when it all happens like what I'm talking about mm-hmm. like why it's so scary because <laughs> it gets really it gets crazy oh sweet yeah watch it uh watch it with your wife we'll do yeah I'm sure she'll yeah. love that <laughs> she'll never be alone want to be alone again yeah <laughs> oh nice. Yeah, so that'd be uh, my, uh, that's what I have seen lately. Nice. Well, I guess uh, then I'll go, that's a good segue into um, something I watched with my wife recently that made her not want to be alone again. And that was, um, it was her first time, but as a rewatch for me, we watched Zodiac, uh, David Fincher movie. And yeah. uh, yeah, that's one she uh, she didn't she likes but didn't want to necessarily be alone, especially driving uh, her car afterwards. or something like that. Yeah, late Luckily, at night. Luckily, you guys have a one room apartment. <laughs> yeah, we don't <laughs> we don't have uh, any place to really be alone here. So. There's no out. Yeah, that's not an option. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's we. I haven't seen too much. Um, I guess since our last one, but um, did rewatch a couple ones that I really like. And Zodiac's one of them. Yeah, Zodiac's got one of the the scariest, most suspenseful scenes like ever. Yeah, and yeah, the basement, uh, the basement scene. Yeah, the, you know the interrogation scene. Yeah, yeah, and Jake Gyllenhaal is like 
oh, not many people in California have a basement. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> I, yeah, it's like so typical, but in the same, at the same time, it's like directed in a way where you're just like, you think you're on top of this, but you're really not. It's yeah. just like, it's just taking you away and the suspense. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't know what to believe or, and everyone just creeps you out. Yeah. Really. Yeah. It's kind of like that scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where Brad Pitt's checking on his old friend. Oh, yes. Yeah, kind of yeah, like that a little bit. Good call, yeah. Yeah, it's well, I really like uh Zodiac. It's definitely um uh, it's definitely one of my favorites. It's I think it drags a bit once Robert Downey Jr. uh his character kind of fades off from fades the story. Out, yeah. Um which makes you realize how just likable and charismatic Robert Downey Jr. is, but then I yeah, I don't know. It's just all that stuff is super interesting to me. Um, the stuff about the Zodiac Killer and uh, I think yeah the way it's shot is so satisfying it's one of those where I before and after I just look at YouTube videos like video essays of David Fincher <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just like oh yeah that's so cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah like like what you said about <laughs> watching PTA movies you gotta yeah. watch all the stuff afterwards like oh yeah yes. i totally got that yeah i was thinking the same thing dude oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i just started binging these youtube videos um um about oh, yeah, David there's Fincher a lot of it, like yeah. um there's a lot of like zodiac like backstory stuff to just look yeah. at mm-hmm. in general yeah yeah Zodiac's pretty Hitchcockian too, so totally, mm-hmm. and just how you know the characters becoming really obsessed with this one thing. Yep, and you're just like, you're just diving into that obsession. Yep, yeah, you're there with them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Let's see what else have I seen. Another one I rewatched is Good, Bad, and the Ugly, which um, we talked about. Yeah, yeah Leone a, quite a bit. It's a pod. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pod favorite. Um, yeah, and then I, I've I started off so strong with October with horror movies with um, like Dario Argento movies and everything, and now I've I've taken a backseat to that. So I've gotta I've gotta get back on the horse and start watching more um, horror movies because October is halfway over now. So more than halfway, yeah, you bot- you've bottomed out. Yeah, I gotta I gotta bring it back. I gotta bring it back. I started off too strong, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> went yeah. too hard um that is that is the usual yeah that's usually the problem <laughs> gotta ease into it yeah exactly yeah so now so now i'll, I'll ease back into it and then finish you did watch uh, you watched a uh, thief at the beginning of october yeah that's true that's one of my that's one of my favorites thief great movie uh michael mann and uh starring james khan can i can never remember how exactly you say his I name it's, uh, i think it's i think it's khan khan yeah uh, Thief, great movie. That's one that yeah. I got with uh, Criterion Barnes and Noble sale. Actually, fifty percent off. I was just I, uh, I love Heat, obviously, and this one piqued my interest. Yeah. <laughs> Figured I would like it, and of course I did. Um, good, solid crime thriller from the eighties. <laughs> yeah, set in Chicago. Um, so yeah, really love. Yeah, it's Thief. it's like it's like Heat, just like smaller. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just way smaller. <laughs> yeah, still a great movie. It's starring uh Jim Belushi too, which surprised me. Yeah, yeah. But right. uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, then another one I guess I'll mention is 
Uh, it relates to another upcoming movie um, starring Eddie Murphy, which is going to Netflix called Dolomite is my name. Um, so I watched the movie that that is based on, which is Dolomite, uh, which is sort of a black exploit, black exploitation film from the seventies. Oh um, yeah. I've heard, I've heard of this. Yeah. Starring Rudy Ray Moore and, um, basically the new Eddie Murphy movie that comes out next week, I think, um, is all about the making of that, uh, and all about Rudy Ray Moore and everything. So, mm. uh, just, that's that's super cool. Yeah, just seeing the trailer for that, I was like, wow! I uh, I was super excited to see it. Eddie Murphy is back, obviously, and it doesn't look, look like some dumb movie like uh, Norbit or Pluto Nash or something. It actually looks good. Yeah, it has a good cast. So, um, so yeah, yeah I wanted like to get you, the context of that movie before I saw definitely, it. Definitely, definitely, yeah, another movie. Another movie to see. Yeah, that's another movie coming out soon to see. That one I might just... Uh, I don't know if it's going to be in the theaters at all. It might just be on Netflix. Um, but Yeah, yeah. So- sounds like something I could wait for. Mm-hmm, for sure. I was looking at your like top 10 list of uh, 2019 because we did that one that one episode oh, on yeah. our top five. So I wanted to see um, what the other ones were. Um. And and I also you know I want to watch that the one with James Cagney so I wanted to like add that oh, to my yeah. watch list because that's number four. Um, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw that you've seen you recently watched. Uh, wait, no, wait. This has nothing to do with that. The conversation was not in your top ten, was it? Yeah, it's was it? It's, it wasn't in my top five that we did for our episode. But it's in your top. But 10. it's in my top it's ten top for 10. this year. Yeah, first. Okay, cool. This year. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love the. Oh my god, so good! That's yeah. why I wanted to. That's all. Yeah, that's all I was getting towards. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, yeah, it seemed like something. Uh, seemed like something you would like a lot too. Yeah, yeah, because I had just, I'd actually, <laughs> like, like, I wasn't surprised at all that you liked it a lot. <laughs> I was because one day I was just thinking. Well, I kept always for some reason the conversation is like always streaming on some platform. Like I always see it there. I was like, oh man, I gotta see this sometime. One, but day. it never really like. <laughs> I was never like uh like in the mood to see it maybe just because I didn't know like enough mm, about it. Yeah. Um but it's like I got to see more Coppola movies besides you know just The Godfather um movies and Apocalypse Now. Um right. And the conversation was one that I'd then seen people talk about it on Reddit uh, about how great it is, how amazing it is and all this stuff. So I was like okay, I just have to sit down and watch this. Because now yeah. all these people are saying how great it is, and I always see it, and it's always been on my list. Um, yeah, and it was, it was so good. Definitely, I, I <laughs> yeah. want to rewatch it again because I think it might be become one of my favorite movies. Um, nice. Yeah, that's another like. Uh, it's like I would, I'd say it's somewhat similar to like Below Out and like yeah, exactly Hitchcock and stuff like that. Except it's Coppola doing it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. It's got all that paranoia yeah um and it that it, gene hackman is so good um mm-hmm. conveying that and i love the, the ending too how it sort of um it leaves it open-ended in a way and it leaves you sort of with um with a little bit of paranoia but it seemed like gene hackman was sort of coming to terms with it in a way too right um yeah oh yeah that was 
so good easily made my uh my top 10 for 2019 that's like a yeah. favorite theme like song the song for me is mm-hmm. like it's like one of my favorite theme songs probably for a movie oh like yeah the pian- that piano melody like i i listen to that a lot really yeah that's... like i i actually did not like when you mentioned the ending just now i actually did not because i haven't seen the film in like a couple years mm-hmm. so i didn't i don't really remember the ending but because it is like you said subtle and like leaves open-ended you know yeah it's not like a um but the theme i've like never forgotten oh yeah (laughs) it's like the first thing i think of when i see the the poster oh yeah for sure that i didn't really know what to expect i guess but even right from the beginning um when you're listening to just this standard seemingly standard conversation between these two people like you're eavesdropping on it then I was like, okay, where is this going? Like, I, I kind of, I like the the eerie start to this. Like, it doesn't feel right. It seems normal, but something doesn't feel right about it. And then as everything just keeps gradually unfolding. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a really good one. Um, definitely in my top 10 for this year. Uh, along with some other ones yeah. we talked about too. Like, Apocalypse Now is also in uh, my top in 10. In the top, yeah, two Coppolas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I highly recommend getting more into uh post apocalypse now coppola mm-hmm. because there are some like there are some gems there that aren't talked about as much mm-hmm. um yeah i know you really like rumblefish yeah too, yeah which... yeah I, I like rumblefish a lot that one, um, that's one of my favorite movies there's one from the heart that's like a musical type one yes that's like one of my favorite movies that um and there's like a lot one from the heart has a really interesting like just production style that you could you'll like learn more about once you get into it and uh i recently watched peggy sue peggy sue got married nice um which is i think a more well-known one and that was i loved Mm -hmm. so yeah there's a there's a lot to dig into i think like coppola gets a like rep for like that he lost it after like (laughs) <laughs> the godfather and apocalypse now from like you know bros yeah for the most part we'll say it but mm. really he kind of he got in he kind of started to make just smaller more down-to-earth movies mm-hmm. in the 80s so for me he kind of just i would almost say he got better just for me personally and he just kind of took off after that yeah it, he did yeah. it seems like he did stuff completely different from yeah and i i think Godfather, you would which is good you, would appre- you would appreciate that mm-hmm. nice yeah one from the hearts one that i've uh i've been trying to find anywhere and i can't oh. find it anywhere i might have oh, to just yeah yeah i, might I can see that buckle down and rent it um somehow but yeah i, I i'm pretty sure that's what i did because mm-hmm. i wanted to watch it so bad and i couldn't yeah the links weren't the links weren't working (laughs) (laughs) you know you know when that happens and uh so i was like i'll buy it because i i yeah i want to watch it so bad exactly yeah sometimes i bite the bullet and do that if i want to see something really bad and that'll probably be one of those um he also did the outsiders yeah 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 i has an insane cast yeah it's Um, tom cruise is so young you can't even like tell it's him yeah he's like so he kind of blends in with the cast, which is mm-hmm. something he never ever does. So, <laughs> it, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that that Outsiders is a good movie. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess that's. Is there anything else that you've seen for the first time this year that 
um, that also sort of cracked your your top your personal top ten uh, for this year. Um, I think I've talked about the other ones a little bit that made mine along with the top five episode we did. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I have one loaded right mm-hmm. now. But I there there are there are ones yeah yeah that's a that that would have been a good segue but unfortunately I'm not ready for that one yeah. well, it's too important it's too important a question you know then <laughs> there are some that I know you've watched this year as in the past week that um you really liked and that was the two movies that we're talking about today uh, yes. from Jacques <laughs> of course. Turner. <laughs> Jacques Tourneur. Um, yeah, so this week we watched Cat People and I Walked with a Zombie. Um, so maybe let's take a quick break now and then we'll get into those two classic horror films. Most definitely. And it's time to get spooky with <laughs> two... Add insert sound effects. Yes, insert sound effect here. We got sound guy on that um <laughs> thanks buddy yeah we got the this is a shock jack radio hour um <laughs> and the two films we watched for this week our double feature our two jacques tourneur turner i, re- I read that he got- i think it's tournier tournier I, I mean, I, I don't want to like be that confident right. about it. All like, right, I, like I'm correcting you, and I don't know 100. percent I, I think Sorry I'm trying to s- take French classes before this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I took a I took a medial French course at COD before this <laughs> podcast. I actually read that he um, it's he sometimes went by Jack Turner. Because that was just easier <laughs> for people to say, so I might just start referring to him as so that. So he could fit into the to Holly, the Hollywood system yeah. easier. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we watched two uh, classic Tourneur Tourneur movies, uh, Cat People, <laughs> and I Walked with a Zombie, um, which I would say are two highly regarded classic horror movies. Yes, um, very and, much so. Yeah, I guess. Uh, do you want to talk about cat people first? Yeah, yeah, right. for sure. Yeah, let's get into cat people. And this is not cat people, I mean, as in people who like cats and have cats, like nowadays. This is about you know, in a in a way, it, it it is also true. Good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Luke, what did you think of cat people? <laughs> I, I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, there's um, I, I like the set, the main set with all the jungle cats. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a not, that's now a. There's few like ho- old Hollywood sets that I remember because they're all the same. You know, yeah, like mm-hmm. a lot of them are fairly similar, like well decored rooms. But this is almost like a. Central Park Zoo cat just area with like five jungle cats there and mm-hmm. kind of exhibited there as like I don't know shown as like a just as a key just shown to be a key part of the film obviously mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously <laughs> cat people um, yeah I thought I I think both of these movies are when we talk about them are going to overlap in a way because I think that since. I think they're very similar yep. in just uh, storytelling wise um, and just 
the fact that it's like psychological horror and kind of like a a main character dealing just kind of I don't even know what the word for it would be or how you describe it, but just kind of diving into <laughs> an unknown state of being, I guess. Yeah. Um, which, <laughs> which is what our protagonist and cat people, um, Simone, Simone, Simon, Irina does. Oh yeah. As, <laughs> as she, we should get into the, takes uh... the form of a cat. Yes. No spoilers there. It's pretty, pretty obvious. But uh, yeah, should we should we read the plot summary too? Yeah, Before sure, I got to... it. Yeah, um, an American man marries a Serbian immigrant, which is uh, played by Simone Simon, um, who fears that she'll turn into the cat person of her homeland's fables if they are intimate together. Yes, that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I watched. Um, yeah, and. So this kind of this premise kind of plays out a lot in uh, just kind of subtextually um, as the plot builds, which I like a lot. Like Simone, Simone Simon kind of has these quirks where she's she's like, you know, I like I like cats. You know, mm. they, they uh, <laughs> you, I, I think that they're she doesn't say this. I think <laughs> that they're cool. No, she doesn't say yeah. that. But she says something like of the nature where, you know, reason why she um relates to cats Mm -hmm. um essentially and and this kind of plays into this whole transformation as she slowly um begins to lose trust in her husband thinking he is having an affair and and then so it's the transformation and then her eventual uh i guess you'd say revenge against her husband once she becomes a cat person that plays into the, the whole horror aspect. Yeah, totally. And throughout the the film, especially in the beginning, you see that she has these strange like interactions with animals. Mm-hmm. And some animals freak out when they when you know when she's around. So it's all kind of um it's all these little tiny details that are just building up the tension. Uh, yeah. throughout that at first it and seems she, like harmless when they um what is it don't they get a they get a pet cat or some kind of pet in the beginning and then uh they instead exchange it for like a pet bird yeah mm-hmm. exactly and then and right when she gets into the pet store mm-hmm. everything yes. just starts freaking out as if she's an animal yes yeah and, she has and then she starts outside. she's one of the best scenes is when she's in the pet store I mean, the pet store scene is probably one of the best scenes in general, but she starts playing with a bird mm-hmm. light and she's just kind of waving her hand around as if, you know, it's just it's just a paw mm-hmm. like she's like actually a cat. Yeah, it's such a nuanced performance for the time um, because no one was doing this <laughs> like at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I love is just all the, the tiny the tiny details showing that she's a cat without it just being like blatant, like, Oh, she looks like a cat, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like all this makeup like, look, and stuff. To... Look at the way her hair is. That's yeah. pretty fishy. How? Yeah. It's too pointy. Wait, does she have a tail? What's going on? There? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all very subtle. <laughs> I wonder what, how, where that's going to lead. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, um, I guess that it, when you were talking about, um, prom night, it made me, th- 
think of the comparison between that something like that and these two movies um, is that there's more in building an atmosphere and right right um, exactly tension throughout the movie rather than you know just at the end it's just one huge um, I guess big climactic ending um, yeah even though yeah even though these both have a very cli- both have very climactic endings yeah you're mm-hmm. right there's like I love that's why I like them so much is that they're constantly from there's not a scene wasted yes um in building this horror um atmosphere and th- and cat people uh the runtime is an hour and 13 minutes mm-hmm. um nicely paced yeah. and and it, yeah and it, it yeah it is incredibly well paced cuz there is so much narrative in that hour and 13 minutes mm-hmm. and yeah and and then it has its usual like just scary horror moments in the last 20 yeah yeah and uh even um you know it doesn't even take needing like this big jump scare or shock of seeing what is i guess sort of the terrifying thing um as of when i can't remember the name of her character uh alice when alice is uh you know she goes swimming yeah, and it's yeah, dark. Exactly. And you don't. You never once actually. Well, I don't even. I don't think you. You, ever you see, see some shadows. Shadows. And that's, that's it. it. Yeah. Shadows, which is really the most you see as like the shape wise of her becoming mm-hmm. a, a cat. Yeah, it's like you don't it's even the closest you get. You don't even need to see what it is. It's already terrifying. Yeah, it's kind of just because they've been building mm-hmm. um, the image and like why and constantly like explaining why it's terrifying and why this is um odd and it's all just kind of relates to being uh, how human and how humans are psychologically constructed and why obviously a becoming a cat is a <laughs> <laughs> is a weird is a uh, neurotic thing in that yeah. whole setup and but this movie do, does it um way more intelligently than how i just explained it <laughs> um but yeah yeah the pool scene that's probably is is definitely one of the scariest scenes in the movie and mm-hmm. yeah and just the fact that you never uh see anything yeah um throughout it's you know it just like goes back to like you know jaws jaws and uh you know like the first halloween it's like you know the the perpetrator is just kind of like hidden almost throughout you right know? Mm-hmm. And yeah and even when um another scene that really stood out was when alice is walking down the street alone at night mm-hmm, yeah under she, the tunnel yeah that that is just another scene that is the use of I just atmosphere uh, makes that work so much better than as if she was walking and all of a sudden this cat, this, you know, leopard just jumped out of nowhere and started attacking her. Um, It just, yeah, it works so well. And something I noticed too, in both of these is that, well, this is an obvious one, but the use of shadows um, Mm -hmm. in this one was so, in both of these was so effective and I was mm-hmm. thinking too because recently I'd seen a lot of Dario Argento, and in some of his movies, especially like Suspiria, he uses color, um, right, in a lot of unique ways. And then in you know these black and white movies, um, Turner used shadows to his advantage because he couldn't use color. Um, yeah, and I thought that worked 
that works so well just creating this eerie vibe throughout the whole part the whole the whole time and um yeah it's it, it definitely led to uh, <laughs> uh a thrilling ending and i don't know it, it was it was a satisfying ending at the same time too yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's almost um especially looking back on the ending it's a movie i could rewatch again for sure mm-hmm. because i would watch it i would i would watch it knowing exactly like what's going on at each scene in each scene you know rather mm-hmm. than playing like catch up and trying to figure everything out and that's like that's what makes the rewatches like so satisfying and this is a movie both of these movies i could rewatch for sure mm-hmm. And, and yeah, and the ending the ending has a lot of layers to it, mm-hmm. um, for sure. As she as she kind of passes as a cat, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. she kind of passes as a cat, and then something else happens as well. Well, she yeah. So there's something happens like outside the zoo, right? She goes she goes back to the zoo then with all the so with all the big cats that you see in the beginning, and then. Oh, does she? God, she yeah. Lets now I, have to go. I think she lets one of them out, which yeah. then, spoiler alert, kills her. Um, and yeah, and then um, Oliver and Alice show up after that. Um, yeah, it's I don't know. It's it's one of those that I I definitely need to rewatch to see all the even other minor details. Um alluding to yeah exactly you know that she that she is turning into this cat person um another another example of how old hollywood was sort of obsessed with uh jungle cats in a way yeah yeah (laughs) and just yeah yeah we've talked about that this yeah this one to a bigger extent (laughs) yeah Yeah, and it almost made me it almost made me sad just to see all those animals in like those old time cages yeah, um, that word that were there used to for be. take. They were there for take after take. And yeah, probably under lights. Yeah, when you think about it, even the MGM logo is that lion. As just yeah, I don't know. There's a yeah. lot of. It's interesting to go back and they watch some of these Hollywood the, movies. They with, had to do the take of that lion growling for everyone to see yeah. for for years. Yeah, then possibly murdered the lion after because they're like, oh my god, it's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking scary lion yeah it's like it shouldn't be here <laughs> yeah we probably shouldn't be keep ha- keep having these big <laughs> um scary cats that'll kill us in two seconds in all these movies um yeah but nevertheless i would say that this movie used the cats yeah. better than uh any old hollywood film i've seen considering True. there's movies like bringing up baby where it's used for a gag yeah for the like 30 minutes you know it's just the fact that the cat is loose and rolling around yeah, that's so. almost more terrifying to me than than cat people is bringing up baby how that they literally just let this leopard anywhere yeah, it's mean, in the if, car if the, with them yeah if it's... the movie was in a different tone yes it would be a very <laughs> it'd be terrifying yeah um but I guess that's uh, I could lead right into I walked with a zombie, uh, which we definitely had some overlap because they are similar in some senses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but they're also they're both produced by Val Luton, 
or, Val Luton. Yeah, Val Luton. Yeah, who uh, I guess is a sort of a pioneer of um, making horror movies that are more based on atmosphere rather than shock. There's no shock yeah. value. There is actually a documentary on him. Really? Under the supplements of these I saw, there's like a documentary about Val Newton hmm. or Luton. <laughs> Luton, that's, yeah, I kept uh, confusing that. Yeah. That's narrated by Martin Scorsese. Um, really? Which I'm kind of uh, thinking about watching just for the sake of, I mean, it must be like kind of important. Like, <laughs> stuff if it's narrated by martin scorsese yeah, it seems he likes like it. something yeah seems like something i should know mm-hmm. about and it's only like an hour nice which is also about what these movies are which uh yes. is great an easy <laughs> and, double feature this yeah. one even shorter an hour and nine hour minutes and nine and minutes yeah i watched a while i watched this one second and so because of that i um i found it easier um mm-hmm. because i kind of just like I was able to like I knew like the flow of it. I knew what was coming essentially. Like the oh, okay, style yeah. of mm-hmm. storytelling, you know. Um so I, I guess I yeah, you could say I was more in this one for sure and I liked this one slightly better. Really? Um just yeah. Yeah. I like, think I, see uh, I think I was more I liked cat people. I really liked both of them. I think I liked cat people a little more but I'm interested to hear hear what you thought about um, I Walked With a Zombie and why you like that one more. Yeah, I think it was just because um, I, I like the I like the the way the way they're um, exploring zombies in this one. I just kind of I, I thought it was cool how they're also kind of exploring consciousness and stuff like that mm-hmm. and just kind of how scary humans are when they're not you know human (laughs) you're just kind of like what the fuck is that Mm. you know (laughs) you know when they're just like blank face like that like they kind of just turn human because they're not they they don't even like seem like traditional zombies like a um like a george romero zombie in this one or a Mm -hmm. like or a zombie land zombie you know or a walking dead zombie like they seem they're played like as humans almost that are just And they really dive deep into like why they are different and how it's just their their brain their their brain dead and they just feel nothing and it's portrayed perfectly on all their faces and so you kind of just see them as a solely as a human that's like like just like not you know truly not alive but, yes you know there but there you know and it kind of kind of you know speaks to what being alive is and that and it just both sides of it's pretty scary to me Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's basically why i liked it and just the fact and the ending really got me Mm -hmm. like it was one of those endings where i went you know where i don't know if you ever do this (laughs) but when when an ending gets you and you're like oh you know like (laughs) whoa yeah literally like (laughs) <laughs> yeah. literally like, out, like when like like a like a surprising thing happens you're like whoa mm-hmm. like that's literally what i did i was like oh wow yeah <laughs> like, i did really love this ending I thought too. it was thought it was cool mm-hmm. yeah I, I love the the ending with uh like setting up the voodoo doll and then showing um what's the guy's actually like, happening the guy's pulling it and he's like don't 
I will say that the scariest part of both of these movies was his name is like Carrefour or something. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Oh my God, terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's just following her around and then uh, his bug eyes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, His bug eyes. And and, then, and they're kind of training him to like, to grab at the doll like mm-hmm. over and over again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually, and, uh, I actually, so this made me wonder like how early did like zombie movies start? And this is really one of the first. Um, yeah, I, I thought that it must've been as mm-hmm. well. And that, so there's a great nerd writer video um, on YouTube. Oh yes. I did I you watch that? that. I, I watched I didn't that too. watch this. I didn't watch this. I watched nerd writer. You watched the the Nerd Writer video on zombies? No, oh. no, I just I just watched Nerd Writer. <laughs> oh, oh, I, gotcha. <laughs> I didn't watch the Nerd Writer video on on zombies. Well, yes, you should watch that one because he goes. Okay, in I will now. As to um, I guess like where zombies came about in popular culture, and um, you know, basically Does he talk about this movie. He he mentions it, but okay. he doesn't go in too in depth with it, but. Um, yeah, basically, like modern zombies today uh, is they're all pretty much derived from Night of the Living Dead, George Romero. Like, yeah, they're all pretty much spawned from that. Um, but earlier versions of zombies are like this, where they're spawned mm-hmm. from um, voodoo. Uh, and yeah, um, I guess when when the U.S. Um, had control of Haiti back in the 20th century there were a lot of people who went to Haiti who um, became super interested in the voodoo that they uh, explored and black magic and stuff like that. So that's more where zombies from them sparked. And this was, yeah, this was one of the first examples yeah, of that, that, I guess. Yeah. That's, that's really interesting. I think that's mm-hmm. also why I like to just sort of, it's, it's different and it, mm-hmm. the voodoo aspect was really interesting to me. And yes, I'm yeah. very, I think we're oversaturated by, the Romero style of zombies. Yes, definitely. Yeah, um, it's different than um yeah, it's different than something you'll see in Walking Dead. You know. Yeah. The zombie in this it, or the zombies in this aren't necessarily going to eat. They're not their goal yeah. is to try and eat all yeah. the humans. Like uh, every zombie movie today to me is like or every zombie thing is like, well, now it's an apocalypse. So what will we do as yeah. we work together? What are the complications <laughs> as we work together? Will we trust each other? And what if one of us becomes a zombie? Will we kill him? Do we have <laughs> yeah. what it takes? It's like that over and over again. Oh yeah, and like nail in the head. That's just been that's just yeah, it's just been done. That's been done for years. Mm-hmm. It's always the apocalypse now. Yeah, that's true. It is, and it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people love it. Yeah, I do. It would be interesting to see a, a more modern movie with this take on a zombie. The yeah, you voodoo could, aspect. You could of do it. it. Mm-hmm. I could see like uh, like like something like Peter Jackson's like King Kong, <laughs> yeah. you know, thing. Like if he yeah. did something with that, you know, with the natives. Uh, yeah, that's that's yeah, what like, it like, like. As an example, mm-hmm. like that'd be really scary. Yeah. And I, I really like the voodoo aspect in this too, um, because that also made it feel more real. Um, exactly. Yeah. And, sometimes yeah, I don't get. I don't really love it when it's like these zombies have like superhuman powers. 
but in this it felt yeah it felt like the zombies were just like put under this black magic spell and they were yeah, controlled they're by something like, else they're more just like objects you know they're mm-hmm. just always like following them around <laughs> you're like where are you going yeah. <laughs> and that's like that's really it that's like the most they do is like they'll just like walk somewhere mm-hmm. and on their own and you, that's like that that's like the horrific thing in this mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like where is he going? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't understand. He has no brain right now. You know, like where would he be going? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's uh, it's a it's just another one, just like Cat People. It's very atmospheric, and it's yeah, yeah. It's the tone of there's it. There's a is lot of like exposition, ex- mm-hmm. exposition where they're talking about the psychological side of it and. Mm-hmm why this is so crazy (laughs) and uh which kind of reminds me it kind of like like exposition gets a really like bad rap um well no i mean i wouldn't say that 100 Mm percent, but i'd say that it works there are there's good exposition for sure Mm -hmm. and i think in these movies it they do exposition exposition really well Mm -hmm. um subtextually and it kind of makes you scared when they're just kind of explaining what's going on. Yeah. Kind of like at the end of psycho, um, mm-hmm. as he explains the entire setup at Bates motel, like that part always like makes me really scared. Yeah, exactly. I, like, even though I know it every time I'm like, I like rehear, you know, Bates, like, dressed up as his mother. And I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> uh, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. It's it uses exposition well, as opposed to sometimes when, as I've heard, um, I've heard on a, on a, another podcast one time these writers talking about how they hate when it's quote unquote shouting exposition exposition into a wind tunnel, where it's basically like explaining to the audience as if they're dumb like what they need to do, where yeah. they're like, oh, we need to do this in order to save this and to survive and do this, and it's like, yeah, we all know that. But this, it's like, uh, yeah, the the mother or whatever explaining what she thought she needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she was terrified of. Yeah, that's a really stuff. good scene. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that was super like creepy and and unsettling, um, and used really well. And yeah, it just uh, that too when she um, oh, and what's her name? Uh, it's so hard to remember these. I think it's Betsy. Yeah, and Betsy goes to mm-hmm. uh, that voodoo like ritual, and she stumbles upon to see Mrs. Rand, the mother, uh, there. And you know, and she explains why she's there. And it's yes. like, oh my god, yeah, this is, like feels feels real. Like it, it, it doesn't feel as crazy to me, I guess, or unrealistic. No, mm-hmm. no. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guess it was good that we uh, we saw these now because it it is timely. Zombieland Two is coming out, and <laughs> right. uh, and also the movie Cat. I'm sure it'll it'll be very. So- oh, and the movie Cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> we should do a double feature. We should do an episode on that. Yeah, right. Both of those, and we'll compare them to these. Yeah, yeah. See, and, and we'll be like pissed on how they don't live up to these. <laughs> and cats, I don't know, and I don't know too much about, but it, to me, it feels like a horror movie just based on the cats are terrifying. These people yeah. are just as cats, yeah. Which, yeah, I would never want to see that live. No, and I, I almost anticipated that cat people would be like that. 
uh, you know, that um, the, oh, the yeah. cat, I the can cat see, person yeah. would be dressed, you know, the ma- they just, she would just have makeup done to make her look like a like, cat. Yeah, like Anne Hathaway in Dark Knight Rises, a bunch yeah. of those walking Catwoman. around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Going like, cat got your tongue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that shit. Uh, I could have I really gone for some good cat puns and cat people. But it made me I like know. it a lot better, yeah. I know. It's the one, <laughs> if I have one, <laughs> one flaw I can name. Not enough cat puns. Plus, there's yeah. no, and I walked with a zombie, there's no rules being explained, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, there should be rules to to this um, zombie area. And they know each other's port, real in, names, too. In the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, and they know each other's real names. That is not yeah. smart Come on, for yeah. this situation. Because then what if they did turn into zombies, too? Then you can't have, you know? They'd feel too emotionally connected to to each other. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, these are definitely two, um, two. F- they felt, and even though they're from the forties, they felt fresh because yeah, exactly. I guess they're they're familiar concepts, but not as typical as yeah, yeah, modern yeah, definitely modern takes on them. Done in a different. It's not yeah. We're it's a type of movie we're not uh accustomed to really Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah well that is uh yeah almost time to wrap this up that's our our double feature on these jacques tourneur movies yes um so go check them out there if you have criterion channel they're on criterion and um they're easy they're easy watches and they're fulfilling and scary at the same time take advantage of them because you're not going to see any 2019 movies that are that come in at 68 minutes or under half an hour or hour and a half rather so uh so yeah go check them out and uh yeah then also compare it to Zombieland 2 double tap when that comes out in a couple weeks <laughs> also go see Zombieland 2 double tap yeah that's, a, that's our sponsor for this episode <laughs> all right everybody take it easy and happy Peace Halloween out. yeah happy Halloween <laughs>